Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Gerald the Boss Man Show here with Aaron Lemon of BearReport.com covering Chicago Bears. And the training camp's going on strong in Illinois right now, and Aaron's out there doing his thing. Aaron, how are things with you, man, up in Illinois, man, in Bear Country? Oh, doing all right. It's, uh, it's, I'm just glad football's finally back. It's, it's, it seemed like an extremely long offseason, so it's finally good to be talking to football and something to actually talk about, right? Yes, indeed. And I know for you guys, man, how it ended. It had to suck, man. Like, you know. 
the double doing things that probably stuck with you guys all the whole offseason and probably the players sick of talking about it, hearing about it. Uh, I read where Matt Nagy was showing them the video of the game all offseason long to kind of keep it fresh on their minds. So how did the guys react to the coach keeping on showing them that bad memory of, 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 what, of what went on? I think the big thing, especially with the locker room and what he's really preached the entire time he's been in Chicago over this last you know year plus, is you can't get too high and you can't get too low. And you know, it's, it's mistakes are going to be made. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of assume the Bears weren't really going to be that good last year. Maybe take a step up, but I don't think many people saw him at twelve four. But I think the big thing is just not making the same mistake twice. And you know, it, it showed a lot the bears have always had a tendency to hold on to players a little too long. And I think it showed a lot from Ryan pace, especially their general manager to really say, Hey, we made a mistake with Cody Parkey. It's time to move on. And you know, they, they, they still don't have it solved yet. So it'll be very interesting to see how it goes. I mean, the, the locker room's a tight knit group. I mean, they supported Parkey throughout the entire year, uh, you know, do his highs and his lows. I mean, obviously his lows were <laughs> a, a lot worse, but I think that overall it's just it's a situation where obviously they've got to get the kicking uh, position figured out. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. But I think it's just kind of a reminder, and this is something that Nagy's been preaching really all offseason. And, you know, last year was well and fine, and, you know, they were 12-4 and four and they made the playoffs and won the division. But that doesn't mean anything going into 2019. So I think that's really kind of the big key is as well as they did last year and as up as maybe they look at the team right now, it doesn't mean anything as soon as as soon as the game start being played week one. I mean, it's everybody's zero and zero. And Aaron, who was battling for that position at kicker? I know it was a, a, a season I read on football talk that talk of, of Robbie Gold wanting to come back to Chicago, which now he's with San Francisco. They like gave him a, a new deal there. So, who are the guys battling for this position? And I know the games are probably going to decide who makes the roster, but who are you hearing is probably the favorite in, in that role right now. Well, right now you have Eddie Pinheiro, who pretty much outright won the job in Oakland last year before he, I think he tore his groin or had a groin issue, and they put him on IR and ended up uh, signing Daniel Carlson after he was cut from the Vikings. And then they also have uh, Elliot Fry, who did pretty well in uh, the AAF. So right now I think it's pretty even. I mean, they've they both uh, – the, they're alternating days. They've had four days of camp so far, um, and basically they've they've – both missed one kick the first time they kicked and missed uh, two kicks the second time. So it's just one of those situations where I think it's pretty even right now. Uh, Pinheiro definitely has more leg talent, but I think that uh, Fry's a little bit better technically. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out. I'm honestly not overly sold that the Bears actually have their week one kicker on the roster right now. I think you can kind of look around the league a little bit and see – maybe how some of these other kicking battles are going. I mean, there's some rumors that Mason Crosby may be on his way out. Uh, there's kicking competition in Tampa Bay right now with a rookie and Cairo Santos. I mean, the same thing with Cleveland. They have a veteran and a rookie in there as well. So there, there's multiple options that they're going to have. Plus, you know, a guy like Matt Bryant still on the free agent market as well. Yeah, and the Falcons, we'll regret not resigning him for sure. I guarantee that. <laughs> I'm trusting Giorgio Trevecchio to kick balls to me. Not not a chance. <laughs> Money Matt Bryant is who I would trust, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the whole Matt Bryant thing's a little weird to me. I mean, it's I I mean he still was pretty good last year. I mean, I understand there's a certain extent, you know, age and all that stuff plays into it. But as we've seen with guys like Benetieri, I mean, some of these guys can kick into their you know mid to late forties. So I. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I, I don't have as much confidence as maybe some of uh, some fans do in, in their kicking situation right now, but 
I mean, like Ryan Pace has said, they got to get it figured out. And what's the feeling about Mitch Trubisky going to year three, having the same coach on offense two years in a row to get, get more immersed in Matt Nagy's system? So what are you guys feeling about him and his progress going into year three, leading the Bears hopefully to more bigger and better things than this year's going forward? Well, I think the big thing is just kind of looking and looking what he did last year. I mean, the, the progress was substantial versus year one with John Fox. I mean, obviously they're going, like you said, into year two with Matt Nagy and, and then that offense right now. And usually that's when there's a big step taken. And I think obviously that step has to be taken, especially when you account for how Deshaun Watson's looked. And obviously Patrick Mahomes won MVP last year. So it's, it's one of those situations where, I mean, he's, he's got to take a big step. And, you know, at least all the reports coming into camp were that he was making those steps. And I think a lot of it's mental. I really do. I think part of it was him kind of accepting his role of actually being, you know, a starting quarterback in the NFL, gaining the confidence. His leadership's come a long way. And I think the other big aspect is really it comes down to mechanics with him. And it's something that has plagued him the entire time he's been in the NFL these last two years where his lower body mechanics, uh, his, his footwork and his hips especially, are so inconsistent on a snap-to-snap basis. And that's something he's really got to get figured out, and especially with the deep balls. I mean, he's, he's very inconsistent when you're talking, you know, 30, 40, 50 yards downfield. He's got a good arm, but the problem is that sometimes he likes to use the arm a little bit too much, and the mechanics kind of go uh, with it. You know, same thing with footwork. So I think really just establishing more consistency is going to be a big thing for him because he had those moments last year um, where he looked outstanding. I mean, the Tampa Bay game, he looked great in. Uh, the uh, Detroit game, he looked great in. And then there was other games where he looked absolutely awful. I mean, really, the first three weeks of the season, it was kind of one of those, like, all right, is this is this the guy or is this not the guy? So, again, I think, you know, mentally and obviously the, 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 uh, the mechanics of it all, but I really think it comes down to consistency and just kind of stringing good performances together. I mean, obviously you're going to have those down games every once in a while, but I think the, the highs need to be a little bit, little bit more consistent than some of the lows he had last year. In the running back depth, drafting David Montgomery, you got Tariq Cohen still there, and you got Bell there as well. So the running back depth is very good. I know Matt Nagy likes to use running backs in his system to do jet sweeps and misdirections, those kind of things, and to be receivers. So having that running back depth to me is going to really help Mr. Bisky as well, in my opinion. I think it will, too, and I think the big thing with the running backs will be actually, you know, having a good fit in there. And, and Jordan Howard is, is a good running back for what he is, and and that's, I think that was kind of the thing that a lot of Bears fans maybe were a little confused about with the return when they traded them the Eagles is he's a good running back, but in terms of fit, especially in Matt Nagy's offense, I mean, they he, Jordan Howard is more of an outside zone runner. They're doing a lot of inside zone stuff, and they wanted them to catch the ball, and he's just not that kind of uh, running back. And I think what they have now with Mike Davis, what they have with David Montgomery, what they have with Tariq Cohen. I mean, they, they have versatile guys that can catch the ball, that can block, that can run inside zone, which is going to be very important uh, in this in this offense. Yes, indeed. The inside zone and outside zone game running is a very key in the NFL these days. And what's key is also you lost Vic Fangio to Denver's coming here at coach. So what's his loss been to that defense in the offseason? How do you see them adjusting defensively with Vic being gone and the system that they're going to run this year? Well, I think the, the in a lot of ways, I think the defense is going to be pretty similar. I mean, obviously they're running a three-four base, which really in today's NFL doesn't really mean much because base package is really nickel. But I mean, they have they have a vast amount of talent. I mean, if anybody's been watching the NFL top 100, you know, or kept track of the All Pros, I mean, the Bears have what four All Pros on the defensive defensive side of the ball right now, including Mac that won a few years ago. I think 
it's it's one of those situations when you look at it. Vic Fangio is an excellent defensive coordinator, and but the one thing that always kind of bothered me with him, and it bothered quite a few people, was how consistent or sorry, how uh, just how and I don't even know really the word for it. He just it, it seemed like he kind of let off the let off the uh, the gas a little bit, uh, especially late in games, and sometimes maybe you know things would get a little closer than they should, gave up a little bit more points than they should. And I think the big thing that we're going to see this year with Chuck Pagano, I'm not saying he's a better defense coordinator, but I think in terms of style, I think it actually could benefit the Bears a little bit in terms of the fact that he's going to be more aggressive. And it was just certain things with Fangio, like dropping Khalil Mack and and Leonard Floyd back in coverage and just doing different things. And sometimes some of his decisions and some of the – really just his game plans didn't make a ton of sense. I mean, obviously they put up good numbers and – and I think a lot of that has to do with him obviously being a good defensive coordinator, but the talent as well. I think overall when you look at the defense going into this year, I mean, they're returning all but basically two starters. Uh, you know, I, I would say that HaHa Clinton Dix is definitely a step down from Adrian Amos and the same thing from uh, Buster Screen to Bryce Callahan. But I think when you look at the overall depth, I think the depth's a little bit better. And I think the, really the, the, the big key to keep in mind is I think the Bears are still going to have a really good defense, but it's going to be very hard to replicate, especially the amount of turnovers and the amount of touchdowns that came from that defense last year. I mean, from a year-to-year standpoint, regardless of if you're the 85 Bears defense or you're the 2018 going into 2019 Bears defense with a defensive coordinator change, I think it's going to be very hard to replicate stuff like that. So I think that numbers may dip, and you may see them go from, you know, one of the top one or two defenses, maybe top five. But that's kind of going back to the question earlier about Trubisky and, and his development moving forward. I mean, the offense has got to pick up more of the slack, especially if they're going to be a true Super Bowl contender. I mean, that's a big key. You can't have those games where the defense is shutting down the Rams and giving up six points and the offense can't do anything with it. I mean, it needs to be a much more balanced effort this time around. And I think it will to a certain extent, but it's just more about balancing maybe uh, you know a possible regression with the defense with you know the uprising of the offense maybe in the top 10 top 15 this year and and what are some key position battles on offense we need to look out for Aaron well I think you know that's kind of the funny thing is looking and it's, it's something that nobody's really used to but there's not a lot of especially when you're looking at starters I mean there's no real battles going on I mean everything's pretty well laid out right now I think you're when you're looking at battles going into, you know, training camp and, and the preseason, I think you're looking more at depth. I think one of them is definitely tight end, the back end of the, the tight end depth chart. I think between uh, Bradley Soule, who uh, just transitioned from offensive tackle, he was their swing tackle last year, into a tight end role, lost like 40 pounds. Uh, and then, you know, between him and some of the undrafted free agents, they got Ian Bunting's been showing up the first few days. Dax Raymond's another guy that was kind of one of their big key, uh, you know, uh, undrafted free agents. And then I think looking at receiver, I think it's just more of the overall depth that they have of the position has been unreal this year and just kind of seeing how that goes. And then defensively, I mean, there's really – I don't know. I don't know if there's really that many battles because when I'm looking at the roster, at least in my opinion, I, I, I see probably 46 to 47 roster spots, obviously barring injury, um, that are going to be really kind of locked in already. And I think it's really going to come down to those last few guys that maybe – aren't really even active uh you know on game day when they have the 46 guys that are active so outside of that i mean obviously the the real the real obvious one at this point would be kicker but outside of that i mean they're they're looking to be in pretty good shape at least on paper yes indeed last one i got for aaron is this uh 
what are you thinking of this year for the Bears? Uh, Eleven and five, ten and six, twelve and four again, or what, what, what's your gut tell you about what you see from this roster and Matt Nagy so far? Well, I think I, I, I do think the Bears are going to be better this year, but they're also, at least on paper, they're. I think they're going to be in a little bit tougher division because I don't think Green Bay is going to have quite as big of a down year. I think Minnesota is going to be a little bit better. And overall, I mean, their schedule is tougher. So I, the the number I keep coming back to, even though, like I said, I think they'll be a better team overall, is I think 11-5 seems pretty fair. I think they can win the division with that. I think the NFC is going to be so competitive where I think 11-5, I don't think it's – I don't think it's uh, you know out of the question that they could still get a first round buy, and I think that should really kind of be the goal. You know, get a first round buy, uh, win a playoff game at least. I mean, I know a lot of people would think it's Super Bowl, but obviously we we all know how hard it is for a team to win the Super Bowl. I mean, one out of 32 teams win it, so getting the playoffs and winning a, winning a game would be good. But 11 and five seems to really be that number that I keep coming to every single time I look at the schedule. I hear that, man. Well, hey, we'll keep, keep, keep an eye on it as the Bears go through the season. We'll definitely call you again, Aaron. You did a great job, man. I told you off there, I love your work, what you do with BearReport.com and your work on Twitter, man. You do a great job covering this team. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you having me on. I'll look forward to talking to you again sometime during the season. Yes, indeed, folks. This is Aaron Lemon here on the Boss Special from BearReport.com. <laughs> Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today
Yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each.